Welcome to Wannabe Clutter Free, formerly Wannabe Minimalist, the podcast for busy families who are tired of the chaos, fed up with being overwhelmed, and ready to enjoy life again. Each week, we talk about how to let go of the clutter so that you can focus on the things that actually matter. And it's not just physical clutter. We talk about the mental and emotional stuff too, because if it's holding you back, it's time to ditch it. I share what I've done in my own life to declutter, organize, and calm the chaos, but you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's practical, doable, and simple for those of us that want to be clutter-free. This podcast is supported by Active Skin Repair, a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. We've been using Active Skin Repair for a few months now, and I am seriously impressed. They use a molecule called hypochlorous acid, which is pretty much a superhero in skincare. It mimics your body's own immune response, helping to cleanse, soothe, and reduce inflammation to support the natural healing process. And let me tell you, it works for more than just scraped knees. Whether it's sunburns, rashes, or even more persistent issues like eczema or acne, Active Skin Repair has got you covered. The best part? It's totally safe and non-toxic. That means it's gentle enough for every skin type, from the little ones to grandma and everyone in between, making it the go-to for everyone in the family. I scraped my knuckle the other day while doing laundry, and my first thought was to grab the Active Skin Repair because one, it doesn't sting like other products, and two, I knew it would help me heal faster. So if you're looking for a natural, effective way to handle boo-boos, check out Active Skin Repair. And because you're a listener, you can get 20% off your order. Visit ActiveSkinRepair.com to learn more about Active Skin Repair and to get 20% off your order, use code CLUTTERFREE. Again, that's ActiveSkinRepair.com and use code CLUTTERFREE to get 20% off your order. You're listening to The Wannabe Minimalist Show with Deanna Yates, episode number 72. On today's episode, we're diving into what to do when life is overwhelming and you don't know where to start. If things feel chaotic, you're stressed out, and it's hard to stop and take a breath, then keep listening because after this episode, you will have a plan so you know where to start and what you need to do first in order to make your stressful situation better. Hey there, my wannabe minimalist friend. Welcome back to the show. My name is Deanna Yates, and I am thrilled you are here today. Today, we are getting a bit tactical and looking at what steps we can take when life feels overwhelming and stressful. Because even if you've simplified your life, decluttered your home, organized your things, and even have systems in place to make your day-to-day life easier, life is going to throw you some curveballs sometimes. That's just what life does. Maybe life gets more stressful for you at the holidays, which can you believe are right around the corner? Or maybe you have some deadlines coming up. Maybe someone in your family got a job offer and there's a big change heading your way. Or maybe you found a new home and a move is on the horizon. No matter what it is, stress, change, and new opportunities are part of life. It's okay to be overwhelmed by life every now and again. However, it is not okay to get stuck there. So that's why we're talking about what to do when life gets a bit out of hand so you can get back on track quickly and not stay in that stressed out place. Before we get into it though, I want to remind you that you can pick up the show notes for today's episode at littlegreenbow.com slash 72. Again, that's littlegreenbow.com forward slash the number 72. There you will find all of the resources I discussed today, as well as access to my on-demand course, Tidy Home Academy. So if you need help with creating more positive mindsets around your stuff, decluttering your home, organizing your things, or setting up systems and routines to help your life run more smoothly, 
Tidy Home Academy can help you do all of that. Don't worry if you've tried to straighten up your home in the past and failed. With eight on-demand lessons and detailed workbooks to help you along the way, Tidy Home Academy will take you through the process from start to finish. The lessons build on top of one another so you can make progress right from the start. This system has worked for me and so many others, so I know it can work for you too. You can find out more about Tidy Home Academy and get all of the show notes for today's episode at littlegreenbow.com forward slash the number 72. I hope to see you there. Okay, now let's get into how we can overcome and move past feeling overwhelmed. The first thing to do is to get all of the thoughts out of your head and on to paper. There is something cathartic that happens with writing things on paper for me. But if that's not your thing, you can create your list on a computer too. That's not a problem. The whole point is to clear your mind. So often when we are overwhelmed, it's because we know that there's a lot lot to do, but we have this nagging feeling that we are forgetting something. And that's what this first step addresses. So we're going to create a brain dump. It's basically just a big brainstorm and a big old list. So I want you to grab a notebook, journal, or your computer and start writing down a list of everything that you can think of that you need or want to do. Things you need to buy or replace, errands you need to run, things in your home that need your attention, calls you need to make, whatever it is, just get it on this list. Now, go ahead and set a timer for 15 to 30 minutes. The idea is to race to get all this stuff out. I don't want you to dwell on a super long list. I want you just to try to get things done as quickly as possible and just get out all those thoughts that are in your head. You can always go back and edit and add and, you know, come back to this list. This is not a one and done. So I know that this can sound really daunting at first, but trust me, it works so, so well. I use an app called Notion to keep track of my big running to-do list, and I'm pretty new to it, but so far I love how I can use it to organize both my personal life and my work life because nowadays they are so intertwined that I just need one place as my go-to. I love that I can also access Notion on my phone so I can update lists, jot down notes, and edit things on the go or when I have a few extra minutes throughout my day. So if you're looking for a system to keep, keep track of all of your things, then I highly recommend Notion. However, it does have a decent learning curve. So if things are really too crazy right now, I want you to stick with whatever system that you are most comfortable with and then maybe check back in on something like Notion when you have a little bit more headspace and you're not so stressed out, okay? Then you can take some time. You can watch some YouTube videos on how to organize it because it's a bit tricky to set up and I'm still trying to get it figured out. So just take that with a grain of salt. But let's get back to what a brain dump is or really why a brain dump is the first thing that I suggest. Well, creating this huge list of things to do is super helpful because there are so many things that are nagging at you and they're vying for your attention, but you might not actually realize that those things are causing or taking up headspace and causing you this stress. The second reason is because you might feel like you're stressed out for no reason at all, but then once you see this full list, you'll realize, okay, gosh, I've got a lot going on. There is stuff that I need to do, and it helps you feel better with the fact that, you know, you're stressed out for a reason. Sometimes we can just feel like, gosh, there's just so much going on, but my life doesn't, I don't know, I don't feel like I've got that much to do or doesn't feel that crazy, but then you write down all the little things that you are responsible for that you need to do. And you realize like, okay, maybe I am putting a little too much on my plate. So it really helps out with that too. 
Plus, this helps you work on the things that actually matter instead of just diving into and doing something just because it seems important. But maybe that thing that you think seems important keeps you busy, but it doesn't actually move the needle or make a difference in your hectic or current stressful situation. And then finally, we have so much floating around in our brains that we can't think clearly when that happens. We turn on our fight, flight, or freeze response, and then the outcome's not good. We either make the wrong decision, or we don't make any decision at all, or we just put our hands up in the air, bury our heads in the sand, and we just say, I can't do it. I'm done. So for me right now, I have a lot of things on my list because it's just a busy time of year. I have things like finishing my daughter's Halloween costume, I'm wrapping up my kitchen reorganization, I'm transferring my physical notes into Notion, I'm listing things on my my local Buy Nothing group, I'm getting sized for and purchasing new running shoes, I need to schedule different appointments for my family, I'm planning our vacation for spring break. There's so many things. Like Those are all the things that are on my list, plus so many more. And that's the point, right? It's okay to have a lot of things on your list and a lot of things going on because I recently had this big mind shift that really helped me and I hope it will help you too. My goal is no longer to completely check all of the items off my to-do list. Is that crazy? Like I finally have said, I'm not going to even try. I'm not going to try to check off all of these things on my to-do list because I've realized that it's impossible. Because every day, new things are going to come up. They're going to get added to the list. Things are going to change. We're going to plan that vacation for spring break that we hadn't planned three weeks ago. So my new goal is to keep progressing and to get the most important stuff on that list checked off while being okay with the idea that it is a work in progress and that it is never going to be completely done. That is not a defeating thought. That is a freeing thought. That is a knowing that this is just a list and a tool to help me get through my busy weeks and know that I am making progress. Okay, so that is step number one. We're going to brain dump and get all of the items out of your head and onto paper or in the computer. And one more thing before we move past the step. I'm going to leave a link to a trigger list in the show notes. Now, this is a list from David Allen, and he's the author of Getting Things Done. So you've probably heard of him. And it can help you brainstorm ideas that you need to do. Like brainstorm, you know, the things that you might want to put on your list that you're not really thinking about. Maybe they've just slipped your mind for the moment. It doesn't really matter. But I know that sometimes when I finally get that chance to sit down, Half of the things that I need to do, well, they're easily forgotten. So this list is a way to trigger your memory and help you get all of those miscellaneous items on your list so they don't get forgotten. All right, moving on to the next step, and that is to look at your brain dump and spend some time examining what's on your list. Now, first, please do not be surprised when you look at that list and you notice that you have a very very long list of items in front of you. It's okay, that is expected, and that's what you need to be prepared for. So just know that it's going to be a little stressful when you first look at that list. It will feel overwhelming, but I promise it gets better. So next, I want to point out that we often feel overwhelmed because we think that everything on that list needs to be done right now. All of those things that are floating around in our minds, well, they feel like they have equal weight and that they're on the same priority level. But when we take a minute to look at the items from our brain dump, we're going to be able to see that it is not true. Not all of the items need to or can be done right in this moment. So some of the items will stick out as the most important and we can give those the priority that they deserve, but others can and should be looked at more closely. 
So as you are looking through your list, I want you to ask yourself these three questions. And a quick shout out, I heard these three questions first from Michelle B. And then she actually had heard them from Kate Northrop. So I got to credit the original. I'm going to go ahead and list them in the show notes because I want you to check out these ladies if you are looking for more resources because they are both brilliant and I have gotten a lot of inspiration from both of them on my journey. So definitely make sure you check them out. Okay, now back to your list and the brain dump from step one. For each item that you listed out, I want you to ask yourself, one, does this really need to be done? Two, does this really need to be done today or even this week? And three, does this really need to be done by me? Now on the surface, these sound like really simple questions, but please do not overlook them. The reason you are overwhelmed is because you feel like there is too much to do and not enough time to get it all done. So asking these questions as you go through your list will show you that not everything on your list actually needs to be done. Or maybe it does need to be done, but it can wait and be planned for, so it doesn't have to be done today or even this week. Or better yet, when you ask that third question, you might realize that there is something on your list that can be done by someone else. Now, on my personal life list, you know, some of those things I listed out earlier, I find that most of that stuff does probably need to be done by me but there are times when I can delegate things to the people in my family. Now, for you, I want you to take a look at your list and see if there are things that people in your family can help you with, or if that's not possible, maybe you can even hire some of it out. When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play. And we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips. If you're a parent, I invite you to join us at the Mindful Mama podcast, where it's all about becoming a less irritable, more joyful parent. With sometimes hilarious and always thought-provoking experts and friends, at Mindful Mama, we know that you cannot give what you do not have. And when you have calm and peace within, then you can give it to your children. I'm Hunter Clark Fields, and I can't wait to see you there. Listen in to the Mindful Mama podcast. So there are several ways we can get help these days. I mean, just think, things like online grocery shopping or choosing curbside pickup for items, those are easy ways to get help. You can also hire people using a service like TaskRabbit, or you can have a cleaning service come into your home. Even if it's not something that you plan to do for the long term or regularly, or you don't have the funds to do it all the time, sometimes spending a little extra money for help in the short term can be an investment in your mental health, and it will just help you in the long run. So don't turn away from the idea of potentially hiring somebody for this short term solution. It does not have to be something that you stick with forever, okay? It can just be a one time thing to help you through this really stressful time. Then, once you've looked at each of the items on your list and you've asked those three questions, 
you can start to categorize the items and you can put them in priority order and you can create a plan. So doing this with the items from your brain dump, well, it helps that that list of items feel much less daunting and it's not so overwhelming. All right, so that's the second step. We are going to ask those questions and prioritize and kind of look at what's on our list so we can know what's really important. And then that brings us to the third step, and that is to actually put the items from your brain dump list into that prioritized list. So now the things that are high priority that you identified in the second step should be at the top. You want to go ahead and do as many of these can as quickly as you can. You want to try to work on them earlier in the day if that's when you have a lot of energy. And it usually helps. I do things early in the morning if they need to get done because as my day goes on, more things get added to my to-do list, right? So if I can knock out those big priority items early, it just helps me set up for a more successful day. Next, I want you to sort the remaining items into time periods for when they need to be complete and the type of tasks. So for example, if you have several errands on your list, go ahead and group them together and plan for a day out when you check off as many of those things as possible. Put items that you want to purchase on a wish list so that you can pick them up when you find that right piece or when you have extra spending money. Go ahead and list out all of the phone calls that you need to make and then line them up for a day when you have some extra time. You can also sort things by deadline. So if something needs to be done by a certain date, you can give that higher priority to ensure that you complete it on time. So for me on my list, um, the Halloween costume, well, that has a deadline. We have an event to go to on Saturday. So if I don't get the costume done by then, well, that's going to be some major tears in my family. So that one right now is a high priority for me. But getting sized for tennis shoes, which is also on my list, is a little bit lower. And I'm going to push that off when I have a little extra time. All right, so now let's talk about where to put your to-do list. You can keep it in paper form, that is perfectly fine, but at this point, I generally transfer my items to my computer. It makes it easier for me to keep track of the things that I've done, I can rearrange the things if I need to, and I've already mentioned that I use Notion, but you can use any number of list trackers or online planner resources. So some of my favorites are Cozy, Todoist, AnyList, and the built-in notes app on my computer and phone. So I use Apple products and they work super well together. Now I'll list all of these items in the show notes. So of course, just go to littlegreenbow.com forward slash the number 72 to check them out. This is also where you need to give yourself some leeway to be able to tone down your expectations. Now remember, there is only so much any of us can do on any given day on our own. If you are finding that the items that need to get done are going to take more time than you have available, then look to see if there's some way you can modify your desires. Maybe you wanted to make your child's Halloween costume this year, but now that you're only a few weeks out and you had an unexpected dress-up event to go to this weekend, maybe you can purchase the costume instead. Or one that I'm looking at exchanging out this week in my own life is instead of listing things on the Buy Nothing group that I really like to use, I'm going to go ahead and take it all to my local donation drop-off. It's going to save me time, and I'm going to unload a lot of stress. So the trade-off is worth it for me this week, because I would prefer to be able to list it all and keep it local, and I really enjoy giving back to that group. But sometimes it's just going to be easier for me to drop it all off at one time and not have to list things and schedule pickups and things like that. So that's going to be my trade-off this week. And trade-offs are okay. And then I want you to look at the items on your list 
and see where you can pull back. Now, the idea here is progress, not perfection. We want to get things done and we want to reduce our stress. We're trying to overcome being overwhelmed. We're not trying to be the next Martha Stewart and have things be perfect and magazine quality, okay? So sometimes it's okay to do the thing that will just move that needle forward and it doesn't have to be magazine worthy, okay? All right, so that is the third thing, and that is to actually prioritize your items and put them in the order that you need to do them. Now, the fourth thing to do is to remove distractions. Now, when I'm overwhelmed, I find myself wanting to do the opposite of what's going to really help me. Does this sound familiar? So instead of digging in, I often procrastinate. Now, this usually happens more when I have skipped those first two steps that I already talked about today, but it is so tempting to avoid doing the work in the short term because at this point, let's face it, we're tired, we're stressed out, we're exhausted. And when I get like this, I just want to have a little fun in my life. So I am way more likely to pick up face, you know, pick up my phone, check out Facebook, check out Instagram, play a game or watch some YouTube videos. Now, I know that this is not helpful in the long run, right? And we know that this actually leads to more feeling, feelings of overwhelm because I feel guilty about wasting my time. I look back and I think, well, what could I have done with that last 15 minutes or half hour or heaven forbid, full hour? So we need to remove those distractions before they even become a problem. So it's better to just try to turn them off when I'm feeling overwhelmed. So I turn off my phone, I close as many browser tabs as I can, and if I have browser tabs that I need to keep open for reference, sometimes I will minimize that window and just open a new window so I don't see those browser tabs, but I can keep them open. I usually grab a cup of coffee or tea depending on the time of day. I'm going to go ahead and put in my headphones and then I turn on my focused playlist. Now the good news is I only play that playlist when I really have stuff to get done. So it's almost like a Pavlovian response at this point. I'm used to hearing that music. And once I hear that music, it just helps me get in the right mindset. So I would highly recommend picking some playlist. I Mine is a one on Spotify. I think it's just called Focus or it's under their Focus category. And it's just instrumental. Um, there's no uh, lyrics or anything like that. So it's really easy to focus and not get distracted by the music. So then if I'm still having a hard time concentrating after I've done all those things, removed the distraction and got myself set up, if I still can't concentrate on that task, I will allow myself a few minutes to tidy up my space. I'll set the timer really only for five or 10 minutes and I'm going to do a quick cleanup of the area I'm in because if I'm having a hard time being distracted, generally it's because I see a lot around me. And so this can help me refocus so that I can make progress on my to-do list. So that's the fourth thing, remove distractions. All right, let's move into the fifth and final thing I want to lay out today, and that is to plan it out and take action. So this is where the rubber meets the road. Now that you know what you need to do, the items that are the biggest priorities and those things that can be pushed off to a later time when things are not so stressful and hectic, now is when you can create your plan and you can schedule the items to get done. If you're an electronic planner kind of person, I want you to go ahead and put your tasks into Google Calendar or into iCal or whatever other calendar slash planner um, electronic system you use. If you prefer paper, go ahead and print out a blank schedule for the week and then block off time to get your tasks done. Now make sure you start with any appointments that you have, non-negotiable tasks that need to get done, or items that have a deadline. 
Then go ahead and add in your priority tasks from the top of your list. Keep adding tasks from your list as time permits in your schedule, but here is the big thing I want you to do. I want you to resist the urge to overbook yourself. I want you to build in extra time if possible so that you can finish the items you've planned out. If you find that you have time remaining, go ahead and add another item off your list, or what I really suggest is allow yourself the reward of some relaxation. Now, I'd encourage you to enjoy that reward of free time because it helps in two ways. One, it will keep you motivated to work faster throughout the week or your next time block so that you have that time of relaxation. And then two, it just gives you a moment to recharge so that you are more productive when you dive back in to your list. All right, and that is the fifth thing, which is to plan it out and start taking action. And those are the five steps I recommend when you are feeling overwhelmed. It will take you some time to plan it out and to put it into action, but the 30 to 60 minutes spent on this will not only help relieve your stress in the short term, but it will also ensure that you are doing the most important tasks first, which is going to help keep your stress levels down for much, much longer. This process also helps insulate you from burnout because you know what needs to get done and you've allotted time for it. And with that, I want to ask you a question. Are you a paper or an electronic planner person? If you're implementing these steps, which are you going to use in step five? Come on over to the Wannabe Minimalist Family Group on Facebook or tag me on Instagram and let me know. I'm little.green.bo on Instagram or you can use the hashtag Wannabe Minimalist Family. Tell me if you liked this episode, if it was helpful, and if you have a favorite time management or productivity tool that you use. I'm excited to hear from you and offer encouragement on your journey toward less stuff, more happiness, and the happy, vibrant life that you and your family deserve. And don't forget to pick up all of the show notes for today at littlegreenbow.com slash 72. There you can find links to all of the resources I mentioned on the episode today, as well as find out more about Tidy Home Academy to see if it's a fit for you. It's all on my website at littlegreenbow.com forward slash the number 72. And that just about wraps it up for today's episode. But before I go, I just want to take a minute to thank you for listening to this podcast. I appreciate that you choose to spend some time with me, and I hope that the information I provide is helpful and encouraging. And if you've enjoyed today's episode and have not done so already, please take a second to leave a review. It's nice to hear how the show is helping others, and it makes my day to know that you're out there listening. Also, go ahead and subscribe to be notified of new episodes wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. That's it. I'll catch you here next week when we'll have another guest on our show. We'll be talking to Jennifer Mackie Mary about editing your closet. She's got some great tips for us, so make sure you don't miss it. Cheers. I'll see you next week. Everybody. It's us, Blair and Molly, your old pals from Toddler Purgatory. Two moms who are also actors, who are also creative beings, who sometimes feel stuck. And this is our new podcast, Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. What happens when your creative spark just seems to disappear? Gone. Poof. Bye. See ya. What happens when life gets in the way of your creativity instead of nourishing it? That's what happened to Molly and me. We felt like the thing that drove us creatively stopped working and impending doom had in fact impended. Totally. So we decided to do something about it. And that was steal ideas about getting unstuck from the most creative people we can find. 
We talk to guests about how to break through the mucky, gluey, sticky wall that can get between you and your creativity. We hear about their journeys, their successes, their challenges, and even their bougie coffee shop orders. And we're not just talking Bob Ross type paint on paper artists here, though we talk to them too. We're talking to actors, creative directors, dancers, and people who are working hard to be their best creative selves in a world that can sometimes feel real uncreative. We all have something to teach each other, so let's steal their ideas together. Join us, won't you, as we deep dive into how to unstick ourselves from the life gunk that can get in the way of our creative freedom. Pandemics, school calendars, world events, lack of sleep, oh, get out of their life gunk. And let's get back to your best creative self. Subscribe to Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. You're not going to want to miss an episode. Unsticking It with Blair and Molly, because sometimes life sucks. Unsticking